Welcome to this episode of the Security Clearance Careers Podcast, ClearCast, your source for security clearance, intelligence community, espionage, national security, and defense contracting updates in our exclusive interviews with intelligence community and government leaders. I am attorney Sean Bigley, and I'm here with my co-host, Lindy Kaiser of clearancejobs.com. We're talking this segment about the new e-app, or as many of you lovingly know it, the Equip 2.0, I guess I should say. Lindy, this is another new development in the world of security clearances. I guess, why don't we start with what is the e-app? I'm sure a lot of people listening have heard about it. Maybe they've kind of heard some whispers or some rumors that this is coming down the pike, but what is it? So it is the brand spanking new form form that we're all going to use to fill out our security clearance applications. So it's the, a part of the new security clearance system of record that is used within specifically the Department of Defense, the National Background Investigation Services kind of enable this e-app system. We've been talking about it for I mean, for years, it's like welcome to the pace of government. I think they talked about the rollout of e-app like seven years ago. I mean, I don't want to know how many years ago because we've known Equip needed to be updated for a while. I mean, especially post OPM data breach, there was kind of this huge, like everybody's looking around like, what exactly are the IT systems that we're using to enable our elaborate security clearance process? Oh, maybe those are due for an overhaul. eApp is a part of that. It's definitely a better form. If you look at the two application systems side by side, there's just a lot of really simple things in eApp. Like it will automatically save your information. Like, okay, the eQuip, I mean, it won't even save. Like it does not even like save your information. So if you're filling it out and like it times out, it will not save your information, right? I mean, that's like my experience with eQuip. So eApp has simple things that will make you want to pull out less of your hair as you're filling out your SF86 or 85P or whatever you're doing for a public trust or security clearance application. And it will be rolled out across all of industry this year. So it's largely used for, again, the 95-ish percent of government agencies that use, again, DOD's kind of system process or the agencies that work through DCSA. And now it's going to be rolled out to those industry customers who will also be using eApp. So welcome to, I want to say like, it's not the 21st century because we've been talking about this form for so long, but welcome to the form of like the last century that we're implementing in this century. (laughs) Well, and I think it's also, you know, important to clarify for people here because some of the confusion that I've heard about this is you know, people's misinterpretation that this is the new form or the new PVQ that that is being rolled out. But in fact, there's two distinct and big changes that are happening to the background investigation process this year. One is the new e-app, which is, as you mentioned, basically just the new platform for filling out electronically the background investigation form, the SF-86, the SF-85, the SF-85P, whatever it is that you're filling out. And then separately, we have the PVQ, which is this, you know, update to the form itself where they're kind of melding them all together and it's going to be this ABC part, you know, type form where they say, okay, you know, based on your position sensitivity or the clearance you're going for, you're going to fill out part A, part B, part C, etc. So it's going to kind of merge them all together. So we've got these two completely separate, albeit related updates that are happening really in the same time frame. And I think it's causing some people confusion as to what's what. But, you know, I, I think... The other thing, Lindy, about how long this has taken, I mean, I I know they say that this is happening this year, but have you actually seen it happen yet? Have you seen anybody 
using the new eApp system or is this still kind of we're in a holding pattern? Oh, no, eApp is happening. And for a long time, I said that you shouldn't have listened to me because it was fake news. It wasn't happening. But now it really is. So I know they had pilots throughout a couple of key government customers, so folks who had kind of a lot of, who were who were doing a lot of investigations through DCSA, some industry partners. They kind of did some pilots rolling out to them. We saw some different government agencies that were doing pilots. There's a cool chart. So maybe I'll embed that with the article we do about this podcast, but PAC PMO has released showing that eApp versus eQuip enrollment Right now, it's a really tiny little dot with not not as much. But what we're going to see over the course of this year, kind of similar to what we saw for continuous vetting rollout, where it kind of started, it slow rolled out. I mean, in the e-app, slow roll was like, like, whoa, slow roll, because it was took forever for it to roll out. But I think over the course of 2023, what we're going to see is I anticipate full enrollment across the DOD security clearance population using e-app and equip going away for them. So unless Imbus blows up or something, I think that's going to happen. Put me on it. I don't know. Sean, you seem skeptical. Do you think it's going to happen? Yeah. I mean, I'm a skeptic by nature. I think all attorneys are. But, you know, I, I like you, I've been hearing this for years. And, and you know, I, I every time I hear it, I kind of go, I'll believe it when I see it. But if you're starting to see it happening already, then I guess that's a sign of progress. One of the other things to your earlier point about, you know, kind of the outdated technology of the old system. And believe me, I am not going to miss it. And I think most people will will feel similarly. But there is sort of this weird, you know, nostalgia that I have for it, largely because it reminds me of what I experienced many years ago as an investigator, where we were using this horribly outdated system called PIPS to process all of our investigative related casework. And any investigators listening to this who previously worked for the uh, Office of Personnel Management will be familiar with it. This was, you know, 15 years ago, so not that long ago in the grand scheme of things, but it literally reminded me of the computer programming that we used to do like, you know, when I was in middle school where you were learning how to type on these old, you know, early 90s Macs and the screens were black and all the type was green and it was just, you know, so silly outdated. And when when the OPM breach happened, that was the the first thing that I thought about is way back then they were, you know, pitching it as well. We're still using this because it's it works. And if it isn't broken, don't fix it. And it's so antiquated that nobody's going to be able to hack into it. <laughs> I mean, that was literally how they were pitching it. And then the breach happened. And I think everyone kind of looked at each other and went like, well, we saw that coming. So I, I think, you know, this is certainly overdue. There's no question about that. But you know, it is going to be a weird change for those of us who have been, you know, operating off the the old equip system for, you know, decades. Well, I think government knows we can only handle so much change in our processes at once, you know, especially in something like the security clearance process. That's why we have eApp happening now, but it will be using the same basic application framework that you anticipate or look for just with like innovative cutting edge solutions, like being able to save your work as you go or have a drop down menu for zip codes. And then the real money maker change will be when we have the personal vetting questionnaire that will literally like reduce some sections, add some sections and create a lot more of an intuitive overall form and application 
Although again, we just had a conversation about that. Now I'm now I'm feeling less optimistic. All of the all of your all of your attorney bitterness is rubbing off on me. I'm trying to be excited. I've drank the Kool Aid. I'm such a pessimist. I I know. I <laughs> I do think you know it is it is long overdue, and I think that you know hopefully it's going to be uh, some some good changes coming down the pike. But the irony here is those of us who have long been advocating for a new form, as I said earlier, there is kind of this weird nostalgia, like well you know wow it's really changing the 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 process, the, the times they are changing, it makes you kind of feel old. I guess that's, that's the best I can say. Yeah. Equip had some some real challenges, but I think any form of this size is going to. I mean, I do have some empathy for government because you're looking at, I mean, the complexity of all of the different questions that we ask as a part of the security clearance process. It is a lot and it is trying to create a single form framework to do that. You know, I'm not going to totally throw the government a bone. This is long overdue and we could have done better, but it is a complicated system and rolling things out just government man never moves fast. I know. Well, you know, as it as it does come online and and people start to see it, hopefully we'll we'll get a sense as to, you know, where things are heading with not only, you know, the the, the changes in the form itself, but also, you know, the PVQ as well and some of the things that are happening in terms of, you know, what the government is looking at because I think that's for for most people, the the average clearance holder, that's really you know where the interest is. I mean, yes, it's it's nice to you know not have your information deleted mid completion, or you know to to have you know some of these convenient features that a lot of us are just used to now with pre populating things and stuff like that. I mean that that's all great, and I don't think anyone's going to turn up their nose at that. But I think certainly for most people who are, you know, filling out these forms, I think the the biggest interest is going to be what are the substantive changes that are coming down the pike. And because these, you know, changes with the EAP and the PVQ are kind of coming, you know, at the same time, I think, you know, really within the next couple years, few years, as people start to see the changes, um, I think that's when it's really going to be noticeable that, yeah, you know, we're, we're in a new era now. It's, it's no longer the 90s. This is Katie Keller, editor at clearancejobs.com. Thank you for listening to this episode of Cast. For more information on career and recruiting advice, visit news.clearancejobs.com.